Welcome back to the Character Corner Podcast with your host Chris and Deepom here. Um, we're here for the pull list. We were supposed to record this in 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 uh, March. Uh, obviously March. Well, you know what? I'm I'm thinking we're gonna go for 2020. Let's just say it's January, February, April. Can we just forget March? I'm 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 putting that 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 out there. I think we should. I'm almost ready to skip out all of 2020. But uh, right now, March 2020, I think we can just go ahead and skip. Um, yeah. So we're here doing the pull list. We were um, I'm talking about some of the comments we've been reading. Before we get into that, though, I, I do want to kind of start uh, with you know you know we're recording this on April 1st of 2020, um, and this is a crazy time because um, there were no new comics from March from from Marvel DC today. Um, that I I can't remember the last time that's ever happened. Um. But the comic industry is basically sh- kind of shut down. Uh, the distributor Diamond Diamond has stopped shipping new comics. But said they were going to stop shipping new comics to comic book stores. Uh, but I think it was about a week or two ago. Um, and so uh, some 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 of the uh, it started off small. Some of the um, writers and artists were getting a pins pins down from Marvel and DC. Um, it was weird to see somebody like even Ethan Van Shriver try to get like excited over. Like someone like G uh, G Willow Wilson being told to put pins down, we were like, but she'll be told to put her pins back up. You never will be. You never will again. Like, and also, dude, if if Marvel and DC have the top shipping comics, who's shipping Cyber Frog? You know, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, we talked about it in other industries. Small independent comic producers are going to be the ones, and yeah. and brick and mortar stores. Yes. That's where the real hit's going to be. Yeah. Um, it's going to be... This is going to be big. This is going to... This is going to... Uh, we talked about this a lot on the, on the mailbag about how, you know, we think that, you know, we were speculating how, like, com- uh, TV and movie production is going to change. The comic industry, though, that's going to be a, a big thing. And it's, like you said, the, the small comic book shops, a lot of them are not going to make it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So it was kind of crazy that you know, just weird timing that the poll just came around that time on the day that you know it's supposed to be New Comic Book Day, and there are no new comics. I will say, if you can, I know a lot of the smaller comic book shops. If you order and you and you still get physical copies, a lot of them are still shipping things out. Um, now's a perfect time, and and we'll c- continue on our three month tour of doing these pull lists. Everything there's still plenty of stuff out there to read. It's a perfect time to catch up yeah. on things. Um, so that doesn't mean you got to stop buying comics. There's still plenty of comics out there to read guys. And, and, and we're going to make sure that we do our job of kind of recommending comics out there for people to purchase and read. And I mean, I, I think this is a, you know, this is a great time to catch up on some of this stuff. Um, cause we don't want this medium to go away. We don't want this industry to go away. Uh, comics are, are very, very important. So, all right. So let's jump into some of the stuff we've been reading. Um, Let's just go and say we leave the Hickman and the X-Men stuff for last. That fair? That's fair. That's fair. All right. Uh, let's start outside of the big two. You got anything outside of the big two you've been reading? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm, uh, self-loathing's weird. So I, I still check in occasionally on those Transformers books. Transformers Dude. Galaxy's had a two-part uh, story about Cliff Jumper, and everyone knows how famous Bumblebee's become, but the other, the other little, little car from the 
84 class with a red version of Bumblebee named Cliff Jumper. And they did a really smart, fun two-issue bit on that. That was really well done. I think it's Galaxy's 13 to 14. Um, still reading more than, uh, still reading, excuse me, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Issue 50 is going to come whenever comics come back. But 49, great cliffhanger. They've done a good job of rebuilding up the tension since uh, Shattered Grid in the 25s. Um, what else am I reading? Non Meg 2. That's really it. I need to read uh, Ninja Turtles. I've got a backlog there, but I just need to catch up. And that's really it right now that I'm reading outside. What about you? I'm unfortunately not reading a lot of outside. I wish I had been reading more the last three months, but I just have not been. So I've actually been kicking. I've just been going to catch up on all my between the character corners we've done and you know rereading you know uh, comic book club stuff. Uh, that kind of took up my previous months. So unfortunately, I haven't been catching up on anything outside of the big two. So, um. I get. I can. I pulled this out separately because it technically is part of Marvel. Uh, but I just. I make. I make Star Wars separate. Um, I need to read the Star Wars books. I'm so far behind. Yeah. So I. I've been reading the the Vader book. So I. I. This is one where I. I think I found out on the. Uh, I literally found out live on. Um, the nerd off that there was a new Vader book. I think Greg Pack is re- is writing it. So this is the one right after. Uh, Vader finds out that it takes place around the time that Vader finds out that Luke is his son. So he's basically going around and decides that he's going to make everyone who hid the fact that Padme didn't die and gave birth to his kids, uh, birth to his son, he doesn't know he had twins, a birth to his son, and to make them all pay. Um, and issue one ends with this cliffhanger where it seems like he's face to face with Padme again. Mm. Uh, and it turns out that it's her double. Uh, the the woman who used to be her double in in uh, the Clone Wars who uh, uh, and so um, yeah it's so far so good two issues in um, they've never missed with me on on a Star Wars book or Vader book so I'm in to see how it goes uh, what I love about the way they they've done these are they they usually give them 25 issues tell a story and then you're done and hmm. then move on to something else like I for me I'm hoping at some point that this leads to them to do a Vader movie because there's clearly plenty of stuff to do. There's cle- clearly plenty of story to tell with Vader that and and after that last what 30 seconds of Rogue One I think we were starving for. <laughs> so um, well, I'm and, doing that and the last two minutes of uh, um, Jedi was it? Was oh it? yeah Fallen Order. Whew, yeah. Fallen Order. God, yes. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Darth Vader's a fucking problem. Just a problem. Yeah. Like this, like he used to top all those lists of like number one villain. And you can never really under, like when you really thought about it, it's like, outside looking cool. What did he really do? Now they're answering. Now it's, it's earned. (laughs) Now you've earned it. You've earned that fear. Um, I've also started, um, reading, I think I got down one volume of a star Wars. Cause I've actually, I've read all these other star Wars books. I actually wasn't reading the Star Wars, the main Star Wars series. So I've, I've gotten through the, the first volume. I think Jason Aaron's writing that. So going back and catching him on all that stuff um, there. Um, I also have the Dr. Afro book, but I, I have the volumes that I downloaded them. I haven't gotten to reading those yet. Too, if you read uh, that first Vader, Vader run, then I'm all in on reading the Dr. Afro book. So, um, And you said you haven't caught up any of the Star Wars stuff, right? No, I'm, I'm woefully behind. Okay. 
Uh, let's start over to DC and then we'll come back to Marvel since we're going to do the X-Men last. Um, okay. Caught up on Flash. Negro. Where do we start? Where, 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 where do we start? These motherfuckers. First, there was, there was Flash. Well, let's, let's jump to the Flash 750, right? That had... Like, do you finish... Because you, I, I started reading it, but I didn't finish it. But you didn't you read Flash Forward? Yeah. Yeah. How, what do you think of it? It's fine. I, it's right. fine. They're doing a thing where they're going to make Wally like super matter. Right. And, and, and that's why I he's, thought I didn't like, need to be all this. He's just the Flash. Let him be the... Right. Like, they have him on 750 sitting on the Morbius chair and yeah. I guess kind of have... combined his powers. So he's got Dr. Manhattan's powers. Right. And he's got the Morbius chair. So like, we know that he's involved in whatever, like the the thing that's coming in the next two years. He's very like much behind that. I just want him to be the Flash again, honestly. Me too, man. Like I love Wally, especially in this era of great Flash books. Right, right. Because like seven fifty, I had forgotten that we haven't spoken since then. My yeah, God. yeah. And man, they 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 they. Whew, there's just so much stuff going on between all the stuff that he's doing with the 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 the, the Force Wars and stuff like that. He also then had um. Uh, man. Uh, Leonard Snart, man. Um, gotta love a Captain Cold, yo. And gotta love the Rogues. Um, they won for a second there. <laughs> he got tired of he got tired of losing. He got tired of losing by any means. And um, well, you know, what's funny is like there was that time in I think I can't remember. Was it John or something like that? When oh no, it was it was earlier in when when he uh, when when Snart had to take down the other rogues because uh, he had kind of given them all power and they had kind of all gone a little bit crazy. And so now here's yeah. the thing where all the rogues it flipped it. The rogues had to come together and yeah. take down Snart. You it's know, a big, it's a big, big run. But this is like you said, right. it's a big run. And and the thing about it is it all comes back to this idea of. The rogues are still family. So even with all the stuff that, that Stark does, at the end, his sister still breaks him out, and she's, when the Flash is like, but why? Why are you just, like, come on, we're family. <laughs> Told you to stay away from my sister, and we family. <laughs> like, the rogues are always going to be there for one another, even with all their infighting, even with all their issues going on. You know, they're still a family, and I, I love that aspect of it. Also, and this is another piece of from 750. They had Jeff, and I knew I read the. Did you read the one? The the one they had a bunch of stories, different stories in 750. The one story was with uh, Snart and how he it was the beer run. Yep. And I read, and I was like, Jeff Johns wrote it because you don't see who wrote yep. writes until the end. And I'm reading this, going like, This is Jeff Johns. This is Johns. This is Johns. And I and it got to the end. And it said Johns like, God damn it, yes. Like it, it's such a good story. It's the whole thing of all Snart wanted was beer. And watch the game, and, and and I think it's Wally going like, no, he did it because it's Flash Day, and he was trying to he was trying to do it to, because all he cares about is, is is making me look bad and all this stuff, and all he realizes is like, no, Snart just wanted to go to the store for beer. Yep, and somebody got in his way. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, man, I really love what they're doing there. I love uh, they they have a new villain, Paradox. That's also kind of yes. tying to, you know, the Flash and time travel. Well, it's interesting. So I was reading a, um, an interview with Williamson about this, and he's like, look, yeah, 
the Flash has a great rogues gallery, and he's got great uh, legacy villains. But what he doesn't have is something that ties into something that he plays into so much. Like, what do you mean? It's like every time we change the universe, a Flash is involved. Mm-hmm. And the Green Lanterns took the Anti-Monitor, and he's a Nestor Core guy now, and they kind of shift those big bads around that he's interacted with. There should be fallout from his actions. And that's what Paradox is. It's literally a story we've been shown in the... It's so cool how self-contained this run is, but also how much it touches everything else. Right. Like, when they... And this is one of the things why it's important to read the books. Um, because I think if you read, if you just see, oh, they're bringing a new villain called Paradox, you're like, oh, come on, whatever. And then you see what they did. Like, you ran into that guy, the, the dude who becomes Paradox, you ran into him earlier in the run. It was, it, it, it's, it's one of those things you don't think about, right? And they're starting bringing all this up together. And like you said, when you start seeing like, yeah, you know what? Barry and the Flash is always involved in all this stuff. And if you're a, if you're a villain in, in Paradox, who's kind of a combination, who's kind of tied to these changes that the Flash has made, you can see where this comes from. And then also, in order to stop Paradox, what, is, what does Barry have to do? He has to get the one guy who's really good at time travel and fixing time, time thing and, and manipulating time. Thawne. And he knows where he can find, because Thawne died during the button. So where can he always find Thawne? Where's that one moment in time where he knows Thawne's going to be? The night his mom died. Yeah. And I'm actually kind of sad that we're not going to know what happens because you end with that panel. I'm like, Wait, there's no oh, no more comics right now. Mm-hmm. There's no more comics. God damn it! So now I can't do anything with it. Um, we talked about the end of Batman before, didn't we? I don't want to talk too much about it because we are obviously doing a count book club on this. But did Batman end before we did the last pull list? Tom Kings? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay. Have you have you have you picked up the the latest the the issues? Uh. Uh, uh, Tinian. Uh, have you have you read those? those I'm a uh, huge Tinian guy. Yeah. Hasn't grabbed me yet. Hasn't grabbed you yet. Okay. Yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't. It's I haven't. Not, read it. I'm not in yet. I, I think it's also it, it doesn't hurt. It, it it's one of the things that's also kind of sometimes hard to to pick up the same the same, especially when it's the same series. Like they don't start yeah. like with with King. They started at Batman number one. It's it's. It's still tied into what Snyder did and picked up a lot of the themes in there. We're, we talk about that during the combo book club, but it's like it's really hard where you where you end a run and you hand it off to another writer, and then and especially a run that's like you know however you feel about it, an iconic run like what King just did, and you hand it off to somebody else. It's just going to take a while to kind of uh, pick up the string. So I, I've I, I, I've I've let it build up. I haven't I haven't read them yet myself. Um, no, they're good. It's very good. It's it's it takes a lot of. Hints from the end of King's Run, so it's good in that sense, and that it acknowledges and builds on what came before. It just for me hasn't turned to appointment reading yet. It's so it's good, it's very good, and you can tell Tinian's got plans. So I'm excited for the longer run on it. Um, what else from DC you got? Are you up on Superman? I am not. You do you know what Bendis did yet? Um, I'm in terms of what it's what I'm, he did with Superman. You don't want to like revealing his identity. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I love it. 
books have taken on a new energy that you never had before in this book. I love that they gave him a chance to do it. I love the way it's played out in both action comics and in Superman proper. Um, it's spun off and given us this new legend, uh, Legion of Superheroes book. Are you, are you reading that? Dude, I have not picked up anything else from DC yet. And that's just my fault. Just time. So Legion's really good. It's really good. It's uh, John King gets pulled into the future. You think it's just going to... He's, he's pulled near the day they found the United Planets. But it's explained why he's actually there. It's it's, it's still a mystery being rolled out there. So I'm really enjoying that. The Suicide Squad's really good. I was gonna Tom say Taylor. That, I was gonna say that's really good that they're doing League of Super, uh, Legion of Superheroes because uh, they've been they've been actually uh, hinting at that for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm doing that. Well, they so. kind of reconciled that with uh, Doomsday Clock exactly with the end of uh, Snyder Justice League. But mm-hmm. it's it's interesting. Um, I really like that book. Let me see. You also, have it. the Suicide Squad book, where I said, is really good. Batman Superman continues the Dark Knight Dark Knight's metal stuff with uh, the Batman who laughs. And that spins off into Justice League, Hello Risen, where you kind of get the reconciliation of the Batman Who Laughs and of the Lex Luthor plot from Justice League. Mm-hmm. So that's really good. Uh, I caught up in Nightwing. It's fine. <laughs> but there's a big thing called Joker War coming. So they're doing a huge crossover where the Joker definitively knows who they are. And he's come back to kind of recruit Rick Grayson against the family. So I'm, it's, that's why I picked it back up, honestly. Um, let's see, what else do I have here from DC? Um, Deceased and Killables. I read the Deceased book last year. Tom Taylor um, doing just the horrible gut-wrenching thing he always does. But Unkillables is a story of the people who get left behind, the badasses, the, the Banes, the Vandal Savages, Jason Todd's, the Shivas, and how they survive in the apocalypse. And do they survive in the apocalypse? Because it's kind of like a running, not running gag, but kind of definitive thing in the series that people a lot of people die and vandal savage says oh shit it's zombie wonder woman at one point which is just a cool sentence um batman white knight sean murphy's and brent uh that one is the new second series is done now i think really good really well done they're going to expand that imprint in the next year so that's exciting i think that's all my oh red hood and the outlaws I'm just a Jason Todd fan. I really enjoy that book. I think that's all my DC stuff, but I'm forgetting stuff, so I apologize. No problem. Like I said, you you you've been catching up on way more stuff than I have. I'm a nerd. Well, here's the thing. I'm I'm trying to do. Like I know there's still stuff. I still have my DC Universe account, so I'm gonna try to start catching up on some stuff. I know they. Saying DC now's the perfect time to put more of your digital backlog on DC Universe. Um. But uh, I'm gonna try to catch up on a lot of DC Universe in the next couple of months and get some of those uh, at least the early stuff that I have, I need to catch up on. Like I know I started reading uh, the Snyder Justice League stuff. I might have gotten everything they had on DC Universe. So I got to see if they put more books out there. I don't know what the I don't know what their uh, schedule was for uploading. Like we know that um, I know that with um, Marvel Unlimited is basically every six months. You know, if, if, if anything that's six months, six months old gets onto, basically gets put onto Marvel Unlimited. I don't know what DC Universe is, so unfortunately, DC is kind of like they kind of just do it whenever they feel like it, right? Which, guys, get your shit together. God damn it. Anyway, um, let's see here. So, uh, let's over to non X Men stuff on Marvel. Um, how about that, Captain America? 
This nigga spit. <laughs> like I know I a loss. It's I, so good. I know that his Black Panther run is ending right now, and I, I've heard that's good. I just haven't. Caught, I need to catch up on it. But like, it's Captain America shit, man. Ooh, like he's like they about to bring the Red Skull back. Y'all need to read this book. <laughs> Red Skull about to be back. Got the daughter to liberty. Everything coming back to Peggy Carter. Like I, I like. Like, I mean, we wanted Harriet Tubman to be a superhero, so, I mean, kind of? I mean, it's, it's, um, 355 from, a beat from, uh, um, Why the Last Man. It's the same, it's, uh, with the, the Culper Ring. There's a television show called The Ring about women spies during the time of the Revolutionary War. This is, I love that Coach is able to mine history for this. It's just, Man. Yep. Man. Just a really really, 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 really well done. It's it's watching someone master a craft very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's done a great job on um on Captain America and I fucking love it. Um what else from Marvel you got? Uh, Marvel. So Iron Man, uh, Dan Slott's doing the big Iron Man 2020 push. Those of you who don't remember, Iron Man 2020 years ago was Arno Stark, mm-hmm. the future Iron Man. Well, we're in 2020, so they're telling that story, and I think it's really well done there. Amazing Spider-Man, still just chef kiss. Immortal Hulk. Are you up on Immortal Hulk? No, because I'm, I'm reading that through uh, uh, Marvel Unlimited, um, but I look, I've already started reading it. it. I'm not caught up on it. Go go into whatever you need to go into is, is not gonna is fine. I'm not but, gonna spoil anything. But Al Ewing, I demand a wellness check. But we've talked about this man before. Like he's another one of those ones that's on the he's on the list. He's on the list. He made the list. He's on the list. He's on the, he's on the list. list. Um the new the big um Fantastic Four Avengers uh, I guess event of the summer was going to be Empire. Where mm-hmm. The scrolls and Kree come together to take on Earth. And the Road to Empire, I think, came out last week where did you ever read Meet the Scrolls? When did that come out? Last year about the sleeper cell of scrolls, the family. No. About the same time Vision came out, maybe two years ago now. I, I know what you're talking about, but no, I don't think I ever I, I, I It's a great it. book. And the Road to Empire kind of follows the whatever's left of that family after that miniseries. And you watch the moment where across the universe, Scrolls and Creator told that they're now one people and they're working together under the leadership of Hulkling from the Young Avengers mm-hmm. as half Scroll, half Creator, the son of Captain Marvel and the, the son of a, 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 a Shi'ar princess. It's very interesting. I'm, I'm excited for whatever the series drops to come out, but it's one of those things where they're taking something that's old, this Creed Scroll War, and said, let's look at it from another direction. And now, it's a whole new thing I'm very excited for. Venom is still amazing. Thor is still amazing. Ghost Rider is a lot of fun. Um, multiple Ghost Riders floating around. Hawkeye Free Fall is a miniseries that you should read. Yeah, I've, I've been seeing some stuff about it. And it's... Um, that and then Falcon and Winter Soldier also have miniseries. Which is very good. You know, and thought, it involves who's... chasing down 
Who's hey. writing that? What? Who's writing that one? I don't. I think it's David Cousins. Okay. Let me look really quickly. Falcon Winter Winter Soldier. It's gonna give me. I want just the book, actually, not the uh, not the show. It is Derek Landy. Hmm. I don't know who that is, but it's good. It's action packed. It's really well drawn. Really well, good storytelling. Um, other Marvel Fantastic Four Guardians of the Galaxy came back with a fucking force. Uh, Ghost Spider, which is the new Gwen um, Gwen Stacy Spider Man book. It's a good book. Let's get into the meat of it all. Then let's just talk about this monster that they've done with X Men. All right, so which of the X-Men books are you reading? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I am like you. Uh, the only one... I, I need to catch up. I know it's good. I know it's happening. I need to catch up on New Mutants. Just because I just it's just so much stuff. Um, but like, so there's X-Men, Marauders, X-Force, Wolverine now. The Wolverine has two issues out now. Um, uh, New Mutants. What else is out there? Uh, I know there's the two giants. You reminded me. You reminded me of the two giant size I got. I just bought so I can I can read those, but I hadn't gotten those. Uh, what else is there? Um, Hellions. Hellions. Okay. Issue one just came out of Hellions. Um, let's see. There's an FF X Men book that's out. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else? What else? What else? I'm sure there's other stuff for Excalibur. Yep. Oh, I forgot. I fucking forgot about Excalibur. I might have even bought that and just like it's one of those is a sneaky favorite of mine. No, I really did enjoy that one. Bob is the best. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, there are books coming out that don't feature me. Yes, yes, Bobby. <laughs> no, we saw lots of you. No, Bobby, we're doing the thing with Tabby. Lots of you. There are issues that involve me, so I just ruined the whole. I spoiled the whole fight. Yes, you did. Bye. <laughs> Oh man, no, it's it's ah man, it's it's great because this is another. This feels like the X Men books and what Hickman's doing. You can tell he has his like he's working with the other writer because there's other writer. He's only writing X Men, the X Men Giants, and something else. I think there's something else, isn't it? New, is it New Mutants? No. I'm honestly not even keeping track of his writing what anymore. Because, because, it, because it all feels like, it all feels like one story. Hickman's in charge of all of it. Right, and that's the, beauty, that's the beauty that I've loved about this. It all, and I think this is the thing that's been, it reminds me, and we said that when we were reading House and Powers, like, it felt very Claremont. And what did we do when we read our Claremont issue? We're like, all these X books were all written by Claremont or... Or Louis Simonson, when you felt like even when he was writing X Force, like X Factor, it's like I feel like she's still clearly talking. Oh, Chris Claremont's cl- very involved. He's right. like, right, you know, I would, I would take the book. I just don't have time. Right, and it feels like we're getting that now, but it's even to a larger idea because there's a different writer in all these books, but they're all doing something similar, and they all tie into something that they're doing, and and it's one of those things that I think is a, is a sneaky. These are sneaky books to me because I feel like they're all gonna hit. With this is all going to come crashing down <laughs> terribly in a good way for us as readers, but terribly for the X Men or mutant kind. In, in in one thing, like I'm, I was reading, I was catching up on X Force, 
And um, I literally had this in my notes here that Beast running the counterintelligence wing of Kroka seems like an intelligence failure to me. Beast is smart. He's, I don't know. I don't, it seems to be working he, for me. I he, don't tell you. He's um, smart, but it's also that because in that in that one book where we talk about how smart he was and how he th- sees all the things, it's like yeah, I had to stop this dude from the you know because that would have been a new type of of, of prime uh, sentinel and and then literally, but that wouldn't happen because I'm right and literally see the dude like reform as like a plant based like prime sentinel. I'm like, yeah, beast. Every time you say you're right, you're not fucking right and so well, what i've enjoyed is that they've they've kept they've kept everything how do i put this in a way that's not spoilery well i guess everything's kind of spoilery because he told us what's going to happen because of powers of x yeah the inevitability yes of machines is this ever present thing that's in the background because even like there's a scene in i believe x-men when Scott looks over and sees Warlock sitting next to Doug and that is his arm. Mm-hmm. And that plays off again in the giant size nightcrawler you're going to read. Right. And the call's coming from inside the house, guy. Right. When Doug got to the, to, to the island, he infected with transmitter. Mm-hmm. It's a scene in, I believe, Powers of X. His finger touches the plant, and you watch the virus go to the plant. Mm-hmm. And it's also weird because of the meta-like weirdness of all, like of all of our characters acting just a little left of normal. Mm-hmm. It's 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 some subtle, masterful storytelling that reminds me of like Hickman doing the super layered story of Iron Man and Cap and Avengers. Yes, and like slowly rolling it out. I, I'm blown. I'm honest to God blown away. I every issue matters. Every panel matters. They all build on each other to tell one larger tapestry of a story. And and that's to me is the the beauty of all of this is you have all these X books and they're running your pockets because you feel like you gotta read them all. Mm-hmm. Because there's always a piece of the story in all of them. Like you need to read X Force. You need to read Marauders. You need to read X Men. Like X Men, the Hickman book, the X Men. Like it almost feels like when you read. Cause I think we're up to like issue nine right now of X Men. Almost feel like they're almost individual like these stories that don't kind of interconnect. But if you're reading the other stories, you see, oh, that's a fucking problem. Or you shouldn't do. Like mm-hmm. you see, like there's that. I think it was seven where you have the whole thing with Destiny and Mystique. And you're like, oh. Charles Xavier, you ain't shit because you've never been shit, and Mystique is gonna burn everything down. Cause and she's just one of like seventeen problems. Exactly, and that's to me like the main X Men book is showing you all the problems that are going to be problems, right? And it feels like oh, okay, it's not a big deal. They in the they in the story and they move on to something else, and you're like. I kind of feel like we should have spent more time on that because I feel like that's going to come back and bite us in the ass. And he's and Hickman's just going like, oh yeah, it will. We're just early in the game right now. We're only nine issues in. Sit back. You guys know how I do. I, I take my time. And you can see all this stuff coming in and all this stuff kind of relating. Like, the idea of Kyle, I want to say I don't even think they did it in Marauders when, so when, we, we have to do some spoilers here. The Killing of Kitty. Right, and then we always knew that she had the issue with uh, 
she couldn't uh, make make it to the gate, so now they're having trouble bringing her back. Um, and and so you have that. You have the inner politics of the Hellfire Club, bro. We get the fact that they killed Charles Xavier super early, and, and Brian Bradley did nothing. But then that's but then that also then is is playing very heavily into what's going through with X Force, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and all this like it's just. So, nigga, the crucible. These motherfuckers have started a religion. I'm more okay with it than Kurt is. <laughs> I mean, it made sense, right? So they're playing on the fact that the pretender, uh, uh, Scarlet Witch, did, which was the whole thing, no more, no more mutants, right? And that. Um, that that's one. That's one of the 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 the, the, the um genocides they listed in. I think it was either powers or house against mutant kind that wiped out so many of millions of mutants kinds. So that event happened, and you have all these still have all these these the these mutants or they're human now, but they used to be mutants and they were depowered. And so you know you could always they could always kill themselves and then bring themselves back, but the, having the five bring them back. And they will have their powers back, but that, that would obviously cause a problem when you have millions of mutants killing themselves, so they could be brought back to the five. It actually tap it would, it would um, you know, uh, tax out the five mutants that, that combine together to kind of help, help with this re- resurrection program. So they've created this, like you said, a religion, the Crucible, in which they're chosen and they're 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 they earn the right. To die so they can be brought back with their powers. All they gotta do is fight fucking apocalypse. Survival. Basically didn't live out his fantasy of survival of the fittest. Nigga. Anytime there's a crucible. Nigga, listen. I was like, why? I'm like, how do you get how do you how do you get uh, uh, uh apocalypse to be satisfied with all this? Oh, he gets his fantasy of literally being in control. And of he gets survival. to play with magic over in Excalibur. All these things seem like bad ideas. They're all problems. Oh, did you read the latest X-Men? Yeah, which one? Uh, the one with uh, the King Egg? This motherfucker right here. You think he got the X and was like, wait, no one's done anything with any of these concepts? So here's the thing. Because we read X, uh, we, we've read so much Hickman and we've, we've gone through, we did the Hickman, we did the Hickman Avengers run. We've did, we did S.H.I.E.L.D. and then uh, Secret Wars and we did the Fantastic Four run. We, I think we are seeing the, the beginnings of what Hickman is doing and going, all this shit matters. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this is all going to come back and it's going to bite everyone in the ass. And it's going to be so glorious. And it's all going to matter. And it's incredible, man. Like, I, I was, it's like, he's like, like, he's telling, like, he has nine, he's done nine issues so far. And it's like, he's t- told like nine mini stories of this. Cause then you also got the other aspect of, of this, of, you know, Charles Xavier's being the cocky Charles Xavier. And I'm like, you're not. You're making some friends, but you're also kind of 
not making some friends. Like the whole thing with um, I remember the the country that that they did the whole uh the 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 plant um prime cinnamon from the whole thing of what they did to that nation to basically get them to sign on. Like it was some grimy shit. Like <laughs> the, the mutants are being grimy as fuck right now, and I kind of love it, but I also am like, you know, this is gonna bite you in the ass. You know, I love cocky mutants at the same time. Like, mm, guys, you know, the whole thing with Mystique and the fact that, you know, you know, remember the first, I think the first issue of this is when they went to go destroy the, the ring and, 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 and the, the mother. That was in in house. house. Oh, sorry. In house. You find out in the, in the Mystique issue that, well, they're rebuilding it and they keep sending Mystique in to try to stop it. Mystique, no plans. Sure. I'm hearing different mission than you. Right. All because Mystique is, she's being promised that they'll bring back her wife, Destiny. But we remember from, from either house, we remember from earlier, they have no plan on doing that. We've been told they have no plan on bringing Destiny back. So they are clearly just using Mystique. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, and Raven don't like being used. Oh no, 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 no. Um, the Wolverine book dropped, and um, Omega Redback. And it's made. Yeah, Omega Red's a problem, man. But at the same time, like y'all got Logan killing people in the first issue, man. They got teammates and shit. Man. <laughs> you say what? They got Logan killing teammates in the first issue and shit, Bruh. Oh, in the second, you saw the second. You read the second issue, right? Yeah, man. I'm just like, I don't know what we're doing here, man. <laughs> I feel like everything's... Everything, it feels everything. like it's tied to Marauders, because it's about smuggling this shit. Well, no, exactly, because... Well, and that's what I'm saying, like, everything is tied together, because, you know, they use... In the second issue, they showed the Marauders, and they show you how the petals are being stolen, because the, the, the Pale Woman is um, basically controlled, and they were dropping the petals off. So we've seen this happen, and they... Like, everything... Is his own story and can be read on its own, but if you're reading all the books, it all starts weaving this story, this very, very dangerous game that everyone is playing. Very tenuous game too. And at the same time, all these problems are making themselves known. The robots are still a problem, right? The AI is still advancing, right? We're still going to those those in those 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 end times we saw. So nothing's really changed at all. It's the inevitability of it all. And the only thing you can say is maybe right now that's part of the plan. That they know it's inevitable. Because I mean, a lot of faith in Moira. Right. Who we haven't seen for a while. He's real scared of destiny. Mm hmm. Man, I don't know, man. I love the air of kind of everything. Just feels dangerous at all times. It it all feels. Da- I mean, it is. Uh, we got that in. Um, I think one of the Wolverine and either and Wolverine or X Force when Wolverine is talking about how and Kroka, he's like everything's so new and and dangerous, and you don't know. And they're like they're living on this this island, this living mutant island, and it's supposed to be their home, but they don't even know about it. Like in that same. Uh, X-Men uh, issue about the Crucible, you had, you know, um, 
Kurt talking about that that structure that he saw that felt like it was made just for him, but he's kind of scared of it. Like they don't right. know. Like they're living on a planet, they're living on an island, and they're doing all this stuff, but they're they're dealing with so, so many things that they don't understand themselves. And there's this idea of them presenting the strength to the to the world, and the world being so scared. And that the strength they're presenting to the world is then also kind of creating some of the problems that they're that they're they're going to have. Like it's it's just never ending game but what i love about it is they they're writing this they're writing the mutants and the x-men from a position of power which is something that we haven't had before so you're you're telling the same inevitable story that we usually get with the mutants and x-men but from but the power structure has changed because you're like when when you've got more power the falls are bigger right that's what it feels like we're getting toward right right um um, and you get some great moments. Like there was, I, I think it was, I think it was also Marauders, just the one where they brought Callisto in because she's gonna be. I think she's the White Knight for Emma. I can't remember she, what she, what, what her role was, yeah. but and um, her and Storm. Yeah, they brought other. back Jumbo Carnation right from uh, Grant Morrison's right. right. Um, so Callisto shows up and she she greets Storm by throwing a knife at her. Throwing a knife at Storm and Storm catches it and throws it back. And Pyro's like, That's how you greet each other with throwing knives at each other? No wonder we couldn't beat you guys. <laughs> and I died. Not wow. how we say hello. Maybe right. in the time of social distancing. I right. I was like, wait, that's how you guys say hello to me? That's how you say hello to people that you like? It's like, no wonder we couldn't beat you. Like, yeah, they hugged. Right. And they hugged. And that's the other thing, too. It's like you get there's just it's it's so familiar, but it's also new. So you get these dynamics between, like when um when 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 Kitty is killed and Storm shows up to Emma, and then Emma Emma basically shares that moment with with Storm, and you're like, man, that's like you would think that Aurora would would, would like kill her, but like they shared this beautiful moment because they both cared about Kitty. And you think back to to Claremont's run, and you're right, like Emma does kind of like Kitty in a weird Emma way. It's just like all yeah, this stuff. Like I need, I wanted you to keep me honest. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I like this. Like there was a um, in the Crucible issue when uh uh it, it's um Wolverine and Scott sitting there and they're <laughs> he's just Wolverine's just sitting there and Scott's like worried about the Crucible and asking him all these questions and Wolverine's like you need a priest go talk to a priest like I'm I'm not getting him here I, this is what I want to do. Um, you and, and they're but they're sharing this. They're sharing this moment where they're not fighting. Like people you would think would be they're fighting are sharing a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also cracks there. Wolverine issue two. Scott wasn't really that happy. The fact that even though it wasn't his fault, Wolverine did kill Gene. Yep. And um, so it's just these. These things of, of of how these things are are are, are in these like when 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 Omega Red shows up and Wolverine's like we should kill him, don't trust him, and you see why not because now uh, Omega Red has basically you know made a deal with Dracula, who has used a bit of uh, Wolverine's blood which come over from Avengers, which is more like oh god this is all gonna get really cool yeah like I'm I'm sorry like I what is happening in these X books is is incredible to me. And what's even more incredible, like you, what you said is, it's different writers in each one of them. But it's all telling one story. 
And it and doesn't. It feels like it's firmly in the. It's not like a oh, this is Age of Apocalypse or Age of X. This is firmly in the prime continuity because yeah. Anytime this character shows up now, people are like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" <laughs> right. <laughs> and I would say, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> right. You know, like I don't know, man. I I don't know what's going to happen with it all, but I'm very very intrigued. In all of this, so um, anything else that's been standing out to you about these X books that you want to talk about? No, I'm just really confused. Just not confused, excited for what the hell is coming next. Right, right. Well, at, right now, nothing. Unfortunately, no. Why do I know, that? I know. I'm sorry, but now's a great time to catch up on these books and read them. It really um, is. It, I, it really is. I mean, I think I think with Hickman and. And these team of writers are doing on these books is 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 great and um yeah they're they're telling a special story and to me like I said it it feels good like um a reading X Force in the moments that um Domino and and Colossus have been sharing because again there's this yeah. whole and between that and then also the Wolverine thing about how they make it seem like resurrection is so so beautiful and easy and things like that and it's like mm, it's, it's like, like I've been brought back you said what now. Logan's like, I've been brought back. Right. It's not easy. Sometimes you don't remember. Sometimes you remember, sometimes you don't. Like, when uh, Domino finally got um, brought back, and she wanted to kind of forget what happened to her, so she kind of knows it happened, but the feelings are gone. Like, there's this weird thing of, like, also, like, whatever your soul... Like, there's... Like, the, the other thing, too, that I really love about the, the Xbox are the, the pages in between. You should really be reading those as well, right? The, the data pages. Right, the data pages were... And some of the communications things like that were where they're basically saying this like idea of like what happens when 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 resurrection is a thing and like when people's like uh they were bringing up the whole thing about wills. Well people are now putting in their will, they want to be brought back, but want to be brought back with like it, it goes back to the Chimera thing that we saw in one of the in one of the House and Powers books, right? It's like, is that what Star says? And we also know that Sinister is around somewhere. Yeah, you know, it's just oh, he's he's front and front and center on Hellions. Right, he is the one running the Hellions squad. Oh God, what yeah, could go, what could go wrong? It's a bunch of mutant sociopaths. Like when you read Hellions, and then they put Havoc on there too because something's wrong with Havoc. This is all good and all terrible, and I love it. I'm sorry. This is this is my will. You this this is why I haven't read anything else because you you you've thrown me into X heaven, <laughs> where you give me all these books as a, as new takes on the on on the, these mutants, these characters we love. You bring some people back. You you don't bring some people back. Like who's being brought back? What's really going on? What's the larger story? It's all tied together. Like it's. It's you know the inner you get you get a little bit of everything like over in Marauders you get the politics of the Hellfire Club, yeah. you know it's just there's something for everyone. It's all different, it's all new, and like I said, we're coming from this position that the the, the, the mutants have never been in. Where honestly, if we're gonna be real here, the world is fearing them, but probably rightfully so. Yeah, you know the, the thing in Wolverine where um. The, the the agent he's working with that Wolverine's gonna be working with might have just killed. Um his daughter is 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 sick and dying 
and needs the needs the needs drugs and there's this whole thing of like the 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 ex the the mutants are controlling the flow of these drugs and 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 the legal means and then do back channels with the hellfire club and it's creating this thing of you know who's living and who's dying you know they're they've honestly become gods and so the world it used to be the X-Men are, are, are fighting to protect a world that fears them. Now it's like they're acting like gods and they're basically telling them, you should fear us and we might save you. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting change on, change on that dynamic they've done on. And, and we got so many of these other little pieces that Hickman has dropped into the early X-Men issues of, of the X-Men series. That we just haven't kind of come back, come back from. So, yeah, man, um, it's going to be interesting to see how this all ties in. And there's, and, and it leads me to believe that at some point there's going to be a big. I don't know if Empire is going to be it. There's got to be another big like Marvel Universe crossover dealing with what's happening in these X books because at oh, some I think point that's coming like a year or two down the line. I think, and, and that's what I'm saying. Going to be yeah, the beginning, but this is going to be a lot, right? Because I feel like. Yeah, I feel like that's what it is. Like a year or two from now, we have to have the the tipping point is going to be reached with the rest of the, the Marvel universe, and it's going to spill over there because at some point, like the line's got to be drawn, yo. Like they're becoming problems, <laughs> world world problems. So yeah, um, and that was always the point. Yeah, yeah, you know, you want to fear us, we'll give you a reason to fear us. And also have to respect us, and we'll play by your rule again. I'll never forget that that issue of you know Charles Xavier showing up with a bunch of mutant terrorists to Davos, basically saying, "We'll play by your rules. These are the rules you taught us how to do this. We learned it from you, Dad. Learned through watching you. Whew, boy. So. Um. All right, folks. That's all I got here. You got anything else you want to say about this? All I got." Cool. Make sure you guys subscribe Character Corner. We'll be back on the Character Corner feed. We'll be doing so many episodes on maybe there won't be so many. I don't know. We'll, I'm saying many, but there, we're going to do episodes on uh, Black Widow and we'll do one on Hulk. Um, so stay tuned for those. Um, and like I said, buy comics. You know, Whether it's from your local store, order them yeah. online, practice social distancing, distancing, even buy them digitally. Buy, buy them however you can get them. Right? We still want to make sure this medium survives what we're going through right now. We want to make sure all of us survive what we're going through right now. Um, but, you know, do what you can. Um, and, um, yeah, we'll be back for another poll in, in, a, in a few months. So. All right, folks. Thank you guys very much for listening. And until next time, uh, be safe. Wash your hands. Peace. <laughs>